Greetings. Welcome to podcast three in this new series about how to be a competent self-manager for health and well-being. So in this podcast, I'd like to talk about how do people actually make the change they need and want? How do they do it? If you've had symptoms of anxiety, depression, anything that doesn't feel uh, enabling in your life, or something that doesn't help you feel to be the best and most authentic version of you, you're probably thinking, how do I do this? I've been, I've been fighting this for a long time. How is this change even possible? Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you it starts with this very important heads up. You're not going to make the change you want by either just talking about it, understanding it, and dissecting it until the end of time. You've probably already done that. And you're not going to make change by fighting yourself and trying to make yourself do something different. Because believe it or not, when you fight yourself, you're actually whipping up that amygdala. We use that word in the, probably the second or first podcast. The amygdala is a little fear command central in, in deep in the recesses of your limbic brain. Your limbic brain is that area that just learns habits. It's full of emotions. It's full of imagination. Boy, is it a dynamic processor. Way faster than that little prefrontal cortex that comes online in our teen years and makes us fully adult when we're 25. That prefrontal cortex is very logical. Your limbic brain is anything but that logic that we know in our prefrontal cortex. Prefrontal cortex, one step after the next. You try to analyze your depression. You try to make meaning of it and all that kind of stuff. But if you're just sitting and analyzing in your prefrontal cortex, good luck. You're not talking to your limbic brain. Your limbic brain is just going on as it does, automatically protecting you the way it learned to protect you when you were a little kid. So welcome to this podcast as we investigate how the brain actually does change. And you can say, well, who are you, Lori Olson, psychotherapist? How do you know all this? Well, I didn't reinvent this wheel. It's from thousands of studies and information that has come up in the last little more than a decade. We have new ways of, of peering into the brain that we didn't have in the days of, you know, hundreds of hundred years or more of talk therapy and talk therapy works because it does when it's effective connect to that limbic brain it does it by through active listening and understanding what it's like being you and we'll talk about that later but right now we need to let you know that change is completely possible it's the way your brain is naturally made the human brain is wired to change and learn and grow I don't care how old you are you're 140, you have the capacity to make new neurons, and that means making new pathways in your brain. And it means making new paths and letting the old grow over, which means those paths that lead to anxiety and depression and all kinds of things. You just have to not fight yourself. So fighting yourself, just to recap that, that's been useless and that's been burning you out and it feels like it's an it's a, a challenge that just can't be overcome it leads you to further believe that this is who you are instead of what you've learned to do remember i'm making a big deal out of that because it is a big deal this is not who you are 
this is what you've learned to do ever since you were just a little vulnerable kid with mostly that impressionable and emotional limbic brain that just wanted to be loved, just wanted to be connected to that caretaker who was a mom or a dad, whatever, you know, an extended family. doesn't matter. Kids want to connect. You as an adult want to connect, even if you're jaded and feel like the heck with all relationships. If you're jaded and say the heck with it, that's your defense against not being hurt again. But you can unlearn this kind of stuff. And it's going to take some courage on your part. Of course it will. Because change is hard. Because you have, because your brain and you want to do what feels safe. And right now, if you're an avoider, you feel safe behind the castle wall. Even if you see someone you really want to be in relationship with, you might start it and then start feeling, whoops, danger, danger. This is a relationship. Your limbic brain has not learned that dangers can, uh, danger can come with relationships. So you might fi find yourself backing off. You might find yourself backing off even though you don't want to, in your prefrontal cortex at least, because it just doesn't make any sense. So change, in order for it to be happen and to be lifelong and to be effective, needs to get your prefrontal cortex in communication with your limbic brain. Your limbic brain doesn't need to be chastised, yelled at, beat up, and you do that with your self-critical remarks. All you're doing is telling your amygdala, your fear center, there's darn good reason to be whipped up. This is awful. This is terrible. And it goes, oh, good. I did a good job. I appropriately found that this was, was a terrible thing. I got triggered. And now I'm yelling at myself, so it really must be something really awful. I'm just going to get good and better and better at noticing when those kind of things happen so I can be on high alert. And so what you've accidentally done is trained that fear circuit that when it opens up, it truly is miserable. It truly is awful. And it locks down more convinced than ever that this is awful. Right? If you're an anxiously attached person, well, you probably learn to try to fix and please things. And you try to do things. You become a human doer. If I do this and if I do that and if I try to make it happen, everything will be successful. Right? Oops, wrong. Your human doing is just one more um, failed attempt to, to, to bully your amygdala. Face it, your amygdala will never surrender to bullying. Your amygdala is your number one cheerleader for protection. And if there's fear or bullying, even if it's coming from you, going on inside your brain, it's going to stand its ground. And it's going to get good at defending you with whatever it does to defend you. Walls, fixing pleasing, being a volcano of, 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 of yelling and, and, and distress. Yeah, you've learned all those things. And they become symptoms of depression and anxiety, but you are not those things. So you might realize that at this point in time, I am not a fan of labels. I would really think it's very handy to take that big diagnostic manual that mental health providers use and kind of chuck it out the window. It is a good reference in a sense as to what kinds of things you're experiencing as far as symptoms but it's a big mistake when it starts getting into this is who you are. It's not. It's what you've learned to do. So I've made that point pretty abundant. So you're saying, Lori, tell me, how do we actually change? Well, change takes courage. 
it does take courage because you're going to venture into the area that you don't want to venture in. And I'm not, I definitely do not believe in re-traumatizing. So any of those 1970s methods of venting and carrying on beating pillows when you were getting out your rage, yeah, oh well. They just accidentally told the amygdala when, when you're raging that there's something to rage about. So we don't want to add to this open circuit, but you do want to feel the open circuit. Because you can talk about your distress to the end of time. And you're calm. It's like you don't have an activated circuit. Think of this. If you have uh, an app on your smartphone or something, an app on your computer, you can't add new information to that app unless you click on it. You can't add your name, your address, date of birth. You can't add anything to it. You can't change the program. You have to click on it and open the app. That's like your neuro circuits in your limbic brain. They have to be activated in order for you and your prefrontal cortex to add new information. So you activate that fear circuit, you activate it and you feel it, ah, because that's the way it communicates. It sends adrenaline, it sends cortisol through your body, fight, flight, freeze if it's too much. And ultimately, you need to talk with it when it's open and you're going to add new information so that within when five hours, when it locks down, it locks down in a less, less traumatized way. You don't want to re-traumatize you and want to add new information. Somebody told me that if you just talk about something forever, it's like going to the doctor and finding out you have cancer. Knowing about cancer is a good thing, right? But it doesn't get you rid of the cancer. You got to do something. So this is the formula for change. You got to put I in the equation. I do this thing. I do this thing that I don't want to do, and I've got to change it now. If there's no I in the equation, who's in charge? Somebody else? You don't want somebody else pulling strings on your life. You've got to do it. Besides, nobody else has access to your limbic brain. You do. I've got to do this thing which I find my amygdala doing, my automatic circuits doing, I'm going to change it now. Not tomorrow, not five years from now, not next week, now. And when I'm activated, that's right, when you're activated is your window of opportunity to add new information that's going to dial down that circuit. So when that circuit locks down, it is less volatile, gives it information, hey, I'm safe, that's not who I am all sorts of things, which will continue in the next podcast. Thank you for joining me. hope you find this useful. You can find me on adptherapy.com. That's my website for attachment and experiential therapy. I offer telemental health services to clients in New Hampshire and Florida, and all kinds of neurofeedback services, and on and on and on. So just check out my website, adptherapy.com, and also... Uh, please like me on Facebook at Discover Me, P as in Paul, G as in good, Discover Me, PG, and uh, you'll find these podcasts archived there, and you can also find me on iTunes uh, and SoundCloud. So have a great day, and I look forward to sharing with you more about this change formula in the next podcast.